Okay, everyone, we're with Mary Hughes. This is The Outsiders, and we have an exclusive interview. Uh, we're also going to have Mary on our show for the Thursday podcast that's going to be uh, coming up for the 14th. But we have Mary Hughes with The Outsiders. Mary, how are you doing? I am just delighted, and I am blessed, and I feel good. I hope the audience who's listening to this feels the same way. Well, I want to get into it. We've had you on the show a few times covering issues, uh, including this uh, bike lane issue on Gwen's Falls, which I think is ridiculous, trying to one lane and a bike lane, what they're trying to do. And we've also had you on regarding what was going on with the uh, circuit court and the sheriff locking the uh, people in the building during an anthrax threat. And Mm -hmm. those were very, very good shows. And with Doc Cheeto, my co-host. But what's going on now, specifically well, mm-hmm, with uh, yeah. James Torrance, with City Councilman mm-hmm. James Torrance? Right. Let's start from the beginning. Um, James Torrance had said at several community association meetings, one with Hanlon, that they had at Hilton Elementary School during the midsummer, mm-hmm. that there would be no bike lanes on Glens Falls Parkway. And Sean, you had sent an email to him admonishing him about that and um, the fact that I had asked for that to be in writing. So when I didn't get it initially, I saw him at a city council meeting in City Hall. Uh, A couple of us were there after a demonstration. And I caught him outside and I said, Councilman, um, you promised that you would put it in writing that there would be no bike lanes. He said, well, I'm going to do that. I said, well, I've been waiting for it. I need to have that to give to the community and to the friends of Glens Falls Parkway in particular. Mm -hmm. This was on a Monday because the city council convenes on a Monday evening. So I waited and waited. And the following week, I sent an email asking him where was the communication. I didn't get a response. And then um, someone sent me, and then I sent another one. I sent three emails. Wow. And then the fourth email, I sent, I am waiting. I, I don't understand what's going on. I need that communication. Someone responded, several people responded to that email and said that you don't understand, um, Mrs. Hughes. He's a liar. Whoa. He doesn't hold, he does not um, keep his word. These mm-hmm. are several individuals. And so I emailed back and I said, he may be a liar, but he's going to have to deal with the truth and what he said to me. My goodness, as soon as I hit sin, I got a call from him okay. saying that I resent you calling me a liar. And he said, number one, you were sending the emails to me personally and I do not his email address for city council and I um, asked people to send it to the 7th district I said well that's interesting okay that's fine but I still would like the letter he said well I feel that you owe me an apology for calling me a liar why would I owe you an apology when you never responded You never responded to my request. And I said, I am not one to call people out of their names. And I said, I apologize to you if this was misconstrued as that. But what else can I assume? Well, I think you owe me an apology. I said, well, I'll tell you what. 
you send me the communication, mm-hmm. and I will make a public apology to the community once I receive it. Okay. But I, and I said, I will send you something personally saying that um, I apologize for that, because that's really something I do not do to individuals. But until I receive that communication and I put it in the email, mm-hmm. then you remain one who does not keep your word. Exactly. And, and so... It continues. I still did not get uh, a uh, communication. His, <sighs> his um, assistant, Sheena Ham, called me. I called her, and I said, Sheena, I, I don't know what's going on. I need this communication. Please talk to him about this. She did indeed. She called me back, and she said, Mrs. Hughes, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. I said, well, go ahead and say it, Sheena. He feels that he's not going to give you that communication until you make a public apology to everyone. I said, that's not going to happen. No. And if he's man enough to call me, tell him to call me. Hung up the phone. He calls in five minutes. Uh-huh. And that's when he says to me, I am taking off my gloves with you. That's a threat. I am showing no more grace wow. to you. And I said, really? I said, um, you know, all you had to do was send the communication. I don't understand why that was not done. And why in the world should I make a public apology to something that truly has not been resolved? Mm -hmm. You have not given me the communication. Well, I just feel that um, you are uh, contentious and that you... um, Yeah, and I said, you know what, Um, James, we all have faults. We all fall short. And guess what? So do you. And I said, "Um, I'm not asking for anything that I haven't asked for in the past. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've asked very little from you, but I need that communication. So he went on, and really, a lot of people feel that the, um, the groups and you and whoever you are associated with and others, that you, that you are troublemakers. And what I said, I don't care what people think of me. I said, I want from you, as my elected official, something you promised to give to me. And I don't understand why you're not doing that. And I said another thing, if you want to talk about um, being um, transparent, you really come off as being, um, not a, I'm not a constituent, but Department of Transportation is your constituent. You seem to have it twisted. You serve them rather than serving us. And I do not understand that. Well, that's not true. I said, well, what else can a conclusion can I come to? You have not supported us in this endeavor at all. You have not stood for us. You have not spoken up for us. And I said, James, even if you disagree with what's happening on Gwen's Falls Parkway, you could at least express the DOT that the community wish to express themselves mm-hmm. how they feel about what you are doing with this project of resurfacing. You never said that. You stand with them against us. And I resent it. And I resent you telling me you're going to show no grace. I said, I'm so glad the Lord didn't feel that way because that's the only way that I'm saved through grace. <laughs> so you are not going to extend any grace to me. Wow. And I said, let's cut this conversation short. Mm-hmm. Will you send me the letter, the communication? Well, I will do that. I never got it. So, Sean, what I did, he sent you uh, you sent him a communication, and he responded to you. I used that communication mm-hmm. in my um, flyers to the community, saying, although 
um, um, Councilman Torrance did not officially send me a communication. He did put it in writing that there would be no bike lanes yes, on Gwen's Falls Parkway. Please find attach the email that he sent Sean Sims where he put that mm -hmm. statement in that email. Yes, he did. And then when we had the hearing at City Hall, and I believe you were there, um, um, Nick Mosby had the hearing for Complete Streets. Director Johnson said during her when they questioned her that there are no plans to have bike lanes on Gwen's Falls Parkway. She did. And he was sitting there, and here's what really infuriated me. Mm -hmm. He had many constituents at that hearing on Complete Streets. He did not acknowledge us. Nope. He did not say, I welcome those who are in my district here who have come to um, let their voices be heard. Nothing. Mm -hmm. He totally ignored us. Whereas other um, city council people talked about their constituents and them being concerned about this. And one city council person says, I don't understand why all of, addressing this to Director Johnson, why all of your projects have to include bike lanes. Why is that? She couldn't answer it. She had no data or statistics there. And even Nick Mosby questioned her, why don't you have this? And she gave her excuse. The whole problem with DOT and Torrance is that they're in colluding together against a community for their own special reasons. Bike Moore has contributed to Torrance's campaign. That's no secret. Well, who else has contributed? Because I wanted to get to that. Who, who else well, has contributed know, to his campaign? You know, only other persons I know is Whiting Turner has contributed. Mm -hmm. And there may be many more. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be issuing a complaint um, to Baltimore City. And I'm going to have a list of those people that I feel are influencing him and his ways in which he's treating his constituents concerning bike lanes or being responsive to us on issues that apparently he doesn't agree with. And I don't expect every elected official to agree with whatever the community wants. I understand that. But at least there ought to be a dialogue. He shared with me there are some people who want the one lane. I said, that's fine. You should have a meeting for all of us to come together to discuss what's going on. Don't try and separate us. Don't try and keep us apart or have us against one another. I asked him last year, a year and a half ago, why don't mm -hmm. you have one city-wide or seventh district um, town hall meeting and let us all come in That's a good idea. and ask questions. Mm -hmm. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, said, you know, no. we need to do that. Yeah, he said, no, I don't, I, what I'll do is <laughs> I'll have a department heads come in. I said, we don't oh, want department man. heads. We want you. We want you to hear our concerns. And he did not want to do that. So he didn't and, even and, want to and, listen to his own community. No, what he did, Sean, <laughs> wow. this year, is he had separate meetings for sex, certain sections of the 7th Councilmanic District that were very poorly attended. Very poorly attended. Well, that was done on purpose. Yes, and he controlled it. He mm -hmm. had statistics from DOT. He had this and that and what's going on and whatever. But he wasn't zeroing in and saying, okay, folks, I serve you. 
I want to hear what you want no, to tell me. It doesn't sound like he, he didn't served do that. you. He, Did you believe, let me ask you a question, Mary. Do you believe that James Torrance has ignored the ethic laws of the city? Yeah, I do. I, I pulled something um, when, I, when I said to him in this email mm-hmm. that apparently he does not basically want to deal with Article 8 of the city code that states, he's ignoring this, that ensures city officials and employees serve the public with fairness and impartiality by prohibiting conflict of interest among other provisions. With him receiving monies from Bikemore, it appears that he has really ignored that ethic law. People, and I have no, I have no problem with politicians receiving funds from certain individuals or whatever, as long as it doesn't influence them. But in most cases, it does. This is definitely it does influence them. Yes, yes, because that's is. where their money is coming from, and that's who they want to please. And they know coming around another election day, if they please these people. They will get funds from these people. And I'm going to just say this to everyone who's listening. Mm -hmm. If you have a good city council, a good congressman, a good state um, official, a good governor who's running, you should support those people financially. Yes, I agree. You really should. For they should not always be influenced by people who don't have your interests at heart. A person of integrity, I will say this, can accept funds and tell and that individual, hey, I accept this, but be be on alert. I am not going to be controlled by you. And we would respect that. But most most people in elected official positions are influenced by these donations. And so that's unfortunate. You do have some who have high integrity. You have some who will not accept any PAC money at all from any lobbyists. Mm-hmm. I admire that. And I encourage all who are listening, check out people who do not receive PAC money. I agree. Who do not receive money from developers and check them out mm-hmm. and support these people. But James is not a person of integrity. It's obvious that Bike Moore, he favors them. It's obvious that he listens to them because the things that DOT is doing, as I feel, they too, are dancing to the tune of bike more and rails to trails with this federal money. They're not looking out for the constituents, especially Director Johnson never wants to come to a meeting. She sends her underlings there. Never wow. wants to come to a meeting. Well, he, she, I mean, this is all over the city. She, well, hasn't, she doesn't do that. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, I saw the communication. I was involved in the communication that you put out with what James Torrance uh, said to you, abhorrent as it was, a, a threatening, an older adult senior, black woman, mm-hmm. which is a disgrace, mm-hmm. disgusting as an as a man. It makes me sick that mm-hmm. that he would do something like that, and and his conduct and disrespect needs to be exposed. And Doc Cheatham, and I'm I'm going right along with him, and he's getting signatures as we speak, and the number's mm-hmm. growing, uh, not just because of just because of just this, because this is more of like. The straw that broke the camel's back because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the things that have been going on, the food apartheid desert that's going on, he hasn't done anything about um, skateboard halting, West Baltimore early voting site, there is none. 
Charm City circular bus routes. He's not doing any anything for that. And on and on and on. There's a lot of things that's going on with this James Torrance. And he's calling for James Torrance to resign, to, mm-hmm. to a resignation for him to, to leave office in a resignation, for him to resign. Yes. Um, yes. I'm, I'm all for that. And again, the list is growing. Uh, I'm going to be speaking to some pastors because um, I have uh, insight with the pastors because of my relationship with the uh, church through my family and, and, and being in the ministry for so many years. And I'm going to be speaking with them as well. Uh, big, big time, big time guys, mm-hmm. pastors and ministers mm-hmm. about what's going on with this. But how do you feel about this resignation that he should resign? Well, I, I think he should, but he will not. But I think here's the good thing about what Doc is doing, what you're doing, and what and everyone else is bringing to attention. We're raising people's consciousness. Mm-hmm. We're letting people know and educating them on what is happening if they're in the seven councilmatic district in your district. We're letting people know of his shortcomings as to how he is not being responsive to you, even if you did not vote for this gentleman. When he took the oath, he is supposed to serve you. And he's not serving us in the manner that he is serving others. And we are people of color. He's a man of color. And it appears that there is more response to those who do not look like me. And I resent that. I really do. And James Torrance, when he feels, I'll put it this way, he thinks too highly of himself. He is very much attached to Mayor Scott. Now, I was going to. I, believe I was going to touch on that. that. Mayor, mm-hmm. yes, Mayor Scott. He does not want to put Mayor Mayor Scott in any position where the where the Mayor Scott looks bad by coming out against the bike lanes and other issues and whatever that the mayor appears to be in favor of. He's not going to do. He's attached himself to the mayor. Now, let's look at some of the other council people. Well, before you get to that, I want to make this, yes. I want to jump right off and segue right into what you just said with uh, Mayor Scott, Slim Shady. Um, mm-hmm. in, in the Western Police District, there's been a, a 15% homicide increase. That mm-hmm. has to do with James Torrance as well. Okay. That's J- James Torrance's area. 15% homicide increase in the Western Police District and... Yes, I do believe that he's covering for his buddy, for, for mm-hmm. their, their buddies. Their buddies. Right. And I believe well, he's covering for them. But, but go ahead, uh, I digress. Go ahead with what you're No, no, I think that's well put, and that's a good point. If anything is going on in the city mm-hmm. that the mayor is for, doesn't want to discuss whether it be safe streets or complete streets, he's going to stay away from because his buddy need not have any more negative things thrown upon him. So he's doing that. Here's the problem. Mayor Scott is not his constituent. We are. Mayor Scott did not put him there. Mm -hmm. People who voted for him put him there. So you cannot have this type of loyalty. You don't have to show disrespect to the mayor. You don't have to um, be in public and say bad things about him or whatever but your choice you you were elected to serve and he's not doing that he's serving the mayor he's serving dot he's serving bike more well and other entities we don't even know about yet i believe that there should be 
someone of character integrity that, I mean, you're right, resigning, we're still going to call for him to resign all throughout mm-hmm. the, the, the election. He, he should resign. He should have resigned months ago. He is, mm-hmm. he is what I would call Pigpen. The reason why I'm going to mm-hmm. call him Pigpen from, from uh, uh, Snoopy <laughs> and Charlie Brown, okay, <laughs> Peanuts, Pigpen. The reason mm-hmm. I'm calling him that is because James has the dirtiest district in the dirtiest city in America, mm-hmm. 138,000 mm-hmm. calls for trash and refuse needing to be cleaned up. And mm-hmm. this man is not taking care of his district. He's not taking care of his district. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. And what he's supposed mm-hmm. to do with the mayor is go to him and say, hey, look, Ace, you need to get trash and refuse and recycle back up to where it's supposed to be. I'm getting mm-hmm. tens of thousands of calls regarding this, and I need to help my constituents to live mm-hmm. in a clean area. But, of course, mm-hmm. James doesn't care about his constituents. He only seems mm-hmm. to only care about himself and care about those special mm-hmm. special interests that are paying, mm-hmm. paying and donating to his campaign. I agree. And so the whole thing is he does not put any pressure on DPW. He puts no pressure on DOT. Mm-hmm. He puts no pressure on anyone for his district. And that's the sad thing, because by doing that, you're making the mayor look bad. This silliness of having the mayor's cleanup once a year is foolishness. What we should be doing for DPW is, without a doubt, thinking outside the box to figure out how to get rid of the rats. We have the seventh, we lead the nation in having the more worse rat problem. We're number seven in the nation. We're number five with the dirtiest, dirtiest. I think Philadelphia. No, actually, we're number one. We we, we were number number one. one We we were number one. I did a show on it. We were number one dirtiest city in the the United States of America. We moved up from five. How about that? And James District is number one in the dirtiest city. That's why he's picking yeah. Right, and again, you got to ask yourself, why is he not bringing this to um, the attention of the mayor or to the public or having press conference and saying, we got to do something, or getting with DPW and saying, why are we thinking outside the box? What are the cities doing to conquer this problem? Well, Mary, this is what I want to do. Okay, we're going to have you on, and I believe Linda Batts is going to join us. It'll be the four of us, <laughs> Doc Cheatham and myself, on uh, the upcoming uh, podcast of The Outsiders uh, this Thursday coming up. Um, I'll probably put it out, uh, probably put it out for that 15th on Friday, but we will uh-huh. be doing that, and I want to save some more. There's more to come, folks. There, we, we, there's more to come, and we're going to continue this exclusive uh, interview with uh, Mary Hughes, the vice president of the Friends of Gwens Falls Parkway Association, and we're going to continue this Mary, thanks for the time, and I'll, of course, we'll be talking to you again when we uh, go over what's going on, and let the people know, folks, there's more. Believe it or not, there's more. <laughs> yes, there is, and we have a lot. To, and Sean, I just want to say to you, thank okay. you for keeping all this at the top for people to hear. You are just so diligent in this and so faithful to put, putting out the truth. I appreciate you so much, and I appreciate your listening audience as well. And it's been a sheer pleasure sharing this conversation with you. May the rest of the day be blessed 
and filled with joy. Thank you, Sean. Okay, Mary. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.